0: Good morning, everybody. Jonathan Hickson. Grown Folks Talk. July 16th, 2021. Today, I was sitting there thinking, and I ran across a obituary of my mother. And I sit back and I started to think of all the things that... That I've done through life. And the things that I couldn't do. Then when I came within a problem sometimes. And. When I used to ask my mother to help me. She would solve that problem. I remember the time when. I was growing up into. in In the high school teenage. Years. And I asked my father that. I just couldn't wear those type of clothes that he was buying me anymore. Would he let allow me to go to... Uh, I can't think of the name of the store right now. They don't have it anymore, but... Anyway, I asked my mom. My mom gave me money to put stuff on that time. You can put stuff on layaway, And she did that uh, for me whole, the whole time that I went to school until the time I, I i um even had a job during the summertime she would always be so supportive of me of doing that because um when I went to the store they had clothes that at that particular time we had a certain style that that um that we that um guys my age w- w- was wearing and I like to have the nice looking shirts, the slacks, and they had all of that to make me look good, and then had a little cologne on. And she, she gave me just enough money to get maybe a pair of slacks and shirt and a pair of socks. And and all of that, She grooving me into a young man to look good and to always be clean. Because when I went out to play ball, I I would come back maybe two or three times and change, put up clean clothes on. So anybody that knew me, they, they said, Where John at? Oh he's up he up there on the basketball court on, on the football field. That's basically why I, I stood up there with my friends. And we would stay up there all day long playing football, basketball, sit down talking, and sometimes we do the things the teenagers would do. And I thank God for just allowing me to have friends that were they were good friends, you know. They were good friends to be around. Um, we taught, they, we taught each other things to, to to, to be as, as, young men. I had one friend, Bobby White, and I asked him, I said, I don't know how to kill. so he showed me, said, showed me what his little techniques were, and how. And see, so you always have somebody there within the the, the friendship. That could help you, and those are good friends, you know. Then I had my my boy, um, Bug. He was um, uh, I'm, I'm five eleven. He's six and we were walking around and in the tent. And something go wrong. He looking on top of me. Which was with problem? from I had friends like that. My idea I remember when I moved to Baltimore from here, before I even got up there. He said, "Oh well, you know, I'm going up there too." I got to find out what's going on. We gonna be staying standing, and then he came on up there, uh, put his self approval stamp on the approval. Yeah, it's pretty cool up there. That was my boy. Yeah, until the time he got um, got killed. He got killed because somebody was wanted to take his paycheck, and we were the type of guys that ain't nobody gonna take nothing from you, you know. So he fought for it, and the guy killed him. That was my boy. My audio. and anyway, I was just saying all of these things are just so, so clear and good. And I thought about all of them. My mother kept me within a, a good range, you know. I, I always were. And one thing my father said to me, and I didn't understand it at the, at the time. He said, he said, son, he said, when you get your check, give your mama some. I didn't understand why he wanted me to do that, but then again, I understood. So I started giving my mother some money. To, you know, give them, I think I'm making I'm making real good money, and I, I was working for the PG County um, school system. My father was in there. He heard that, and then you know, learned how to use a buffer. And I had a, I had a, uh, had a job, and the guy wanted me to work, stay there working. But my father said, "No, nah, you're not gonna work there." You're going back to school. You're going back to summertime. So I went back, and I got the same job again. And, and, and he was teaching me things, how to be a man, learn how to uh, get things, um, how to do things for myself. He gave me a car. I got a piece of a car, a Dodge car, and green, green, green. It, was, it wasn't a, like a real standout green. I think it was an olive green, something like that. But it was nice. But it, but it was old, you know. After he done, did what he had to do with it. But anyway, I had that was my first car, Dodge going there. And I, and and through those times, you learn. I remember we took that car all the way to Ocean City. I, Ocean City, and I took that car. Then we went, we went to New York. So I, I done all of these things. I went over the over the bridge in that car. The car was running hot. I would carry me some water. And just put water in there and keep on moving. But, you know, God is good. Just like I said, I had had friends that always were there for me. And I, I, I look at today, I don't have too many friends. But I'm thinking I'm gonna to have to reunite some of those old friendships and go back again. You know, I've been thinking, hey, I can't do this, I can't do, and I can't, I, I can't do this. You know, I'm gonna stop saying that. God is just so good. A lot, a lot of things that I've done through the years, I, I've, I've been a procrastinator, you know, and I have to stop that. But anyway, I just say that i am just remember back in the past. I got a lot more to say. I'm going to have another part two and three to this. But anyway, this John Hickson, y'all. Grown folks talk. Good morning, everybody. Jonathan Hickson. Grown folks talk. July 16th, 2021. And today is Friday end of the week. Yes, we made it. We made it. We made it. We made it. That fifth day, y'all. I woke up this morning just feeling good about things. And I'm just thinking about, it's just amazing how God just keeps me going in my situation. I thank God. Uh, and I realized one day I won't be here. I know that. We all won't be here one day, but I want to enjoy the time that I am here. Uh, like tomorrow, the kids are coming over. I'm going to go there and sit down with them for a little bit. And I'm going to go get me a, give me a tattoo. I'm going to do some things. And I think that's what I need to do is focus on doing, doing something for myself. God is just so good, y'all. I just want to say, yeah, the day is Friday. And I hope you have a good, everybody uh, had a good day today. And I'll talk to y'all a little bit later. I'll be back with you to finish this this thing out. This John Nixon, y'all, grown folks talk. Good morning, everybody. John Nixon, Dixon Grand Folks Talk. July 16th, 2021. And I just I was just sitting there and I was just thinking. And then I thought about two things back in the day. And I, I was thinking about Leon's Pig Pen, uh, Tyrone's chicken. And and all uh, the Roost. All of these things played a great thing. And I and I thought in D C hearts and Dickens, and, and I think of them. Uh, now um uh, in D C you you, you you there was a time that you could always yourself a half smoke. Go in the snow You get, get your half smoke. That was, that was our signature sandwich—a half smoke—and and all of these these traditions back in the day. Things of stuff. A lot of black uh, entrepreneurs carried all of that kind of stuff. It seems like we don't have enough black people owning like they did back then. I don't know what happened. It's all down got discouraged. I don't, I don't know what happened. I think a lot of them got discouraged because of their businesses got tore up by the riots of Martin Luther King. I think after that they just gave up and they was thinking, why would they tear my store up? And it seemed like every time we have a protest up, what we do, we'll tear up our neighborhoods. We have to do a little bit better. I'll be back at it a little bit later. I keep saying I'm ass up to that. It's going to all day. This is Jonathan Hickson, y'all. Growing folks, talk. Good morning, this is Jonathan Hickson. Go folks, talk with another segment of the day. And I, I was thinking back back there. Back in the, uh, back in the 80s, 90s, oh, you could just go to the store, get what you want, and didn't have to pay all that money. Then I noticed that things started started to change. Um, The sodas would go up every year, Um, beer, and, and gas prices, you know, I remember when the gas prices was it was that was a dollar and thirty nine. Oh, we we had a fit, I had a fit. I said a dollar thirty nine, that's a lot of money. So now you see what the gas prices are. It's like they they, they seem like they're putting the, the the big companies are putting so much money in their pocket but taking so much out of our, and we don't realize that. And we don't notice the change or try to do anything. Is there something that we can do about this? And, and I, I thought about black ownership in a lot of the black place, the black cities, we had such things um, as um, stores, restaurants, grocery stores. Uh, we um, just like it, at Baltimore he had Bain's Supermarket, Then he, then he stopped, then he changed to the Stop Shop, Stop Shop Zay. And then he bought a piece, uh, he, he, uh, got in with a shop in some kind of way and opened up the stores to expand. And then he had the store, the couple of the chain stores in Cherry Hill. He owned, I think, three stores. And, you know, black ownership, their own thing. We tried to do something for ourselves, but it just seems like when you got black, on, um, when you got black owning things, seem like they either overpriced them uh, or gave you the stuff that that's no good, um, it seems like they just tried to front us, you know? And well, and 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 just the rise of the the Korean stores or uh, the Koreans buying face uh, buying uh, at the grocery stores that they would buy. He had a few black ownership that own um, mom and pop stores. Mom and pop stores. It's still one of the main focus is just in the inner set you see. And it seems like everything, if a Korean is part of it, blacks are go ahead, they'll go in there. If a black man over up something, they're so leery of the price, it's food gonna be good or, or the product's gonna be good. That's what we had to stop doing. We had to stop challenging ourselves and we had to start helping blacks and we can do that don't have to spend a lot of money but if if you do if a if a thousand people per week would do something for a black um business it would just go great and i think about the the dress styles of, of of black men today and it seems like we don't have that identity anymore Hey, we don't have stores, where we can go in and get stuff that black men will wear, you know? It seems like these stores now want us, want everybody to shop in Macy's and all that. Like, me, I like them, but I still like the urban style. But we don't have that anymore, where you can buy yourself a, a slacks and a shirt. You know, I don't see any stores like that anymore. I'm not talking about... J.C. Pennington, I'm not talking about a Macy's, I'm talking about a men's story going in there to get you one, and it's four blacks. Anyway, I don't want to add that to everything else. This is thanks to y'all. Grown folks talking this on the this Friday. <laughs>